This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy who has engagement problems. We got a girl who wants to fuck. And we talk more fast food Hall of Famers. Check it out, share with a friend. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Lazar, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I love doing this podcast. It literally feathers my nuts that you love listening as much as I love putting it out there. And please keep spreading the word. Keep telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a sister, a papa, a mother, a dad, an uncle, an aunt, anyone with ears. Keep spreading the word. And oh my God, the the tweets, the DMs, the Snapchats, the Facebook messages, they're all un- boils my biscuits. Seems like a lot. They're getting to me everywhere. These streets are talking. That's so much. Every day I'm getting new messages from new listeners and new people. And it really, it makes me feel amazing. It's so nice. I, I'm so encouraged by the... Do you try to put your phone away at least an hour a day or something? Before I go to bed, I try to get it out of my face. You try. Try not successfully, though. I'm the worst phone guy. I've become pretty bad. I'm I think we got to work on it. I'd like to be able to do like a half hour stint. Like I do like... And then it's weird that I'll come back to my phone and, and like I'll burrow. Like, like if I spend an hour, like these podcasts, I turn off my phone for the podcast. And when I get to it, I need like a good 15 minutes of just looking down. Mm, it's a tragedy. And catching up. Yeah. You know, get that dopamine fix for my brain. Yeah. People are crazy now because if you don't respond immediately, like I've had situations where it's like, hello, or like a question mark. And it's yeah. like, it's legit been 25 minutes, dude. It's for a podcast. And, smart, like, leave me alone. And we're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like everyone where we all have to like. Especially with dating and relationships. We're talking. We probably talk in a week more than our parents did in the first year. Yeah. With like people we've never even fucking met. And that's pretty crazy. Like if you meet someone on an app or whatever. I'm sick of your app screenshots. You don't like them? People love them. Do the girls ever respond back? Sometimes they do and I post them. And um, are you trying to annoy them? These are women you're not interested in. That's not. That's not the point. What's you, the point? You take. I like. Yeah, you're I, right. I'm. I'm annoyed. So I'm like you're, you're trying annoyed. to annoy. Yeah, okay. you're. You're taking the side of I'm just trying to annoy. I. Mo- 
99% of them are me making fun of myself. I look like the crazy idiot. Yeah. They're just saying hello, and I write So this these, is just making you feel happy and it's fun. It's just fun, and it's a creative writing project, if anything. Okay. I, 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 it's not, and also, I, if you notice, it's on my Instagram, at Jared Freed, and you can check it out. And if you haven't already can tell, it's a Lisa Traeger episode. So, uh, <laughs> Hi, guys. At Glitter Cheese <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but At least I, I didn't say anything about your hello. I the hello was that. pretty good. You should have complimented me. It uh, was a good one. I just had a fun email that uh, I was reading as you did it. Okay, good. So I, the Instagram stuff, and people have noticed that I posted some Bumble conversations. It's all when it's a very, what I like to do, I like the juxtaposition of, hey, what's up? And then me going into full complaint of like my life or like dating in general or like just may and like, and then also like sometimes when they write something like uh, that I can go off of, that's like an inside joke. That's even more fun. Like one time I just wrote hello and welcome to, you know, did the hello over, you know, inst- or, or over now are Bumble. you, when women do respond to those, are you concerned for their sanity? One girl, I went back and forth with a bunch from it and it, she was cool. She was fine. I mean, like, sometimes they're like, this is too crazy, or they just don't respond. And that's okay, too. I, I, but I, I never write being like, I, like, sometimes. But if it's a hottie that you're like, oh, I'm into her, you're not doing that weird thing. No, I will. It's always dependent on the hello from them. Okay. Because if it's like so, I just don't like the standard, hey, what's up? Like, or if it's like, if it's like a a written line, like people ask this podcast. I think you got to start with a compliment. I always start with a compliment. Compliment or make it personal to the person's profile. So like when people, you know, when people write into this podcast, what should I say over Bumble or Twitter or Tinder? I'm always like, make it personal to the thing you see in front of them. Oh, you know what? Will you have? Will you grade my Tinder today? Of course. Um, because you know I switched it up. Okay. And I oh yeah, I got broken up with listeners. You're out of a relationship. The <laughs> yeah. last time we saw Still Lisa in love, Traeger, but out of it. an OKP. Okay yeah. uh, I know. Was in, in I was love, so cocky too. And you were into it, and we were all happy for you. I know. Yeah. And now, what's going on? Um, you know, she got scared. And you were with a woman. That panicked. was yeah. She. She's a little crazy. I actually ran into her friend at a party this week. Okay. And it was like the best thing I could have heard. They're like, yeah, she's not. She feels pressure when there's no pressure. Is that something? Yeah. They're like, she's this just is, stressed and anxious for no reason. This is out of her her resume. Yeah. So it kind of it made me more excited than not that it's just something that This she, is a phase. Not a phase. She needs to get over it. Um, no, she it's just a lot for her that we're not going to live in the same country for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of things that I know of. I'm just more optimistic and kind of chill and Well, it, this happens in a lot of relationships. There's like the there's there's two types of personalities. There's the one that's like throw it all to the side, whatever it is, love is love, we will make it no matter yes, what. Yes, that's me. And then there's the <laughs> other person where it's like well, what about my job and the career and where we're living and what we're doing? And, and, and those are all normal thoughts, too. Totally normal. And what was really confusing for me for a while was it was like, and we're girls. But no, I got there was like a couple emails, a lot of phone chats, a lot of like I didn't speak to her for a week there yeah. and ignored her for that many days or whatever. Um but what was really confusing was, was a was period like, throwing in there at some point. N- come on. <laughs> um, it was a lot of like. This can't work. I'm so stressed, but I miss you and I love you and I still want to talk all the time and message me whenever you want, but I'm going to be too busy. So it was a lot of like, 
it was just weird kind of maneuvering how to do it because what's also sad is like I want to fuck her again yeah and th- that's what you know a lot of my friends are like you need to stop talking to her and it's like you don't get it if you break up in the same city you can at least like see each other again I'm like it's just so hard there's that option yeah there's the option or you can run into someone or something like that so that's uh so that was really hard to know that she still loves me so much and does like me but it's just this like it's hard it's stressful hard thing and going... i can't and she's also going through a lot yeah. and on top of like some personal stuff she's dealing with she's shooting her show she's like doing a pilot she's on a 25 city thing. tour and um you know having to plan a trip every six to eight weeks was too much for her it was, well like, sometimes stressful. we get ahead of not disappointing someone we care about sometimes yeah. you're like I'm going to disappoint this person. I don't want to fight that battle every week on top of the shit I got going on. Oh, I'm so so glad I'm just going to bail out. This. You're so good. But I've done that before. I've been in that position where I'm like, listen, this is good. This is fun. But I'm about to disappoint you at five different turns. So why don't I just not be responsible for you? That's what she said. She's like, I'm just scared. And I want that. She's like, I think this is better for a future. I don't want to lose you. She's like, I just feel like I'm going to be shitty. Or yeah. You're going to have to be okay with me not being able to talk to you for days at a time or I'm stressed out. And I was like, well, let me make that decision. That bothered me to be spoken for. But I get where she was coming from. And yeah. But especially if there's no, like, if you're long distance, the only thing you guys have to get to is fights. Like, if you're long distance and you don't have a trip plan and she's got all this stuff going on and mm-hmm. you've got all your own stuff going on. The the problem with long distance is that if you fight, there's no real makeup and hang up. Yes. So it's like, what are we gonna do? We're just gonna go we from fight, fight to That's fight. That's the thing we never fought. But I'm think I'm think she's getting ahead of those yeah. arguments that she sees coming. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's dealt with a lot of stuff that I haven't had to, and like, um, she's scared of some things, and I hope she deals with them, and I hope I can see her. S- yeah, I know I want to see her again. Well, there's no doubt in my mind I want to see her again. Well. The J Train podcast and all its fans are, are cheering for you, Lisa. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I'm open. So anyway, so I got on Tinder. So you're on Tinder. You're, you're trying to get things. back out there a little bit. Yeah, I want to fuck a couple. That's you what want, I've decided. You want a duo. I want a girl-guy duo. Do you feel, now that you've been with a woman, that you'll be more concentrating on the woman? Do you think the man... Do you want to you... know what my ultimate, what I really want? I want to be getting fucked from Hold behind. on, hold on. Whisper it. <laughs> Why? Hold on, play some music. And Why? Uh, d- we want you to say your fantasy, but we want to put it behind. Oh, it's not, no, it's we not want... going to be that romantic. This will be funny. This Hold will on, be funny. play some uh, soft core something music. Some and while shy. we're while we vamp a little bit, you know what's weird? Lisa... Oh yeah, go ahead. Lisa's here. Yes. Um, because we love Lisa Traeger at Glitter Cheese, but also this Sunday she's doing something with the New York Comedy Festival, and we want to like uh, pump it up a bit. There's fifty; yes. they've had about fifty-five tickets sold, not so enough. not enough. Well, the thing we, is, we're raising money for Puerto Rico. Okay, so if it's so any other show or trivia where not a lot of people, it's like whatever. Sure, but it's humiliating. But also, to con- not give money to Puerto Rico. <laughs> and also, the concept of the show is very cool. Yes. And the listeners here might enjoy such a show. I hope so. Sunday night, 7.30, Littlefield in Brooklyn, New York. It's a Sex in the City trivia night. Mm-hmm. Now explain the concept. We know Sex in the City. We know it's trivia. What's going to happen? So there's going to be four rounds, I think, of 10 questions, some power, some photo rounds. Um, we're going to – I'm writing them all. I'm watching the season. There's mm-hmm. going to be prizes. And then we have a comedian team to beat on stage. Okay. Um, and that's Jared's going to be on the team. I will be there. We have some great fans of the show, funny people. I think it's a good crew. I'm really okay, excited great. about it. 
Um, two obsessive fans. And Perfect. I think, yeah, they're the team to beat. And then while I'm grading everyone's exams, <laughs> yeah. um, we're going to play an episode. I still haven't picked the two episodes we're going to be watching. And then the comics will make fun of the episodes. I'll have mics. They'll make fun of me throughout the, you know, the question, whatever. We'll be there busting chops. Yes. So, um, I'm, maybe you guys can help some teams. I don't know. It's kind of, I've never done something like this before. I'm way in over my head. I'm like <laughs> trying to get donations of prizes, contacting people, um, but you know, this sending is be... things to time out to all the listings. Like I'm working hard. I've never, I haven't worked this hard in a while. Even, yeah. But it's for a good cause, Sex in the City. Yes. So I, oh, I, and I... also, can I just say, Mateo Lane, who's oh, uh, been a guest here, here favorite. He an okay drew, pick. I might post it, but he drew. <laughs> The most amazing Sex in the City drawing ever. Oh, you got to post it. And I printed them, and okay. I'm going to be selling them, and that will go oh, to Puerto wow. Rico as well. I'll show it to you right now. Real just so art. You can... So go to Littlefield Sunday night. Oh, my God. How good is that? That's an amazing, that's a keepsake. Yeah. So all of you got to go to Littlefield 730 this uh, Sunday. So if you're hearing it now, and you're looking for something to do Sunday night, you're, you know, we have a lot of lady listeners, as we're going to get to some of the emails now. Go to Littlefield's website and get tickets now, 730 uh, Sex and the City trivia. Our friend Lisa's going to be there. Yeah. I'm going to be there. Yes. We got some art. It's going to be fun. You're going to so, go. I hope you meet your wife at this thing. This would be the place I would meet. I kind wife. of, yeah, I don't, this just came to me, but that would be amazing. Now, Lisa, I'm excited to have you here the episode after. We had a huge discussion about fast food, Mount Rushmore. But before okay. we get to that, what is your sexual desire? This is what I'm looking for. Okay. And maybe. <laughs> Maybe somebody will show up. To, maybe some guy is listening right now with his girlfriend. Yeah. And maybe they'll show up to the Sex in the City trivia. I want to get fucked from behind as I go so down on, on a girl. No, hold I on, can't. whisper. I can't. I, that's, I can't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't. This is so uncomfortable. <laughs> but that's what I want. You want to get fucked from behind by going down on a girl. And then go, by, while going down on a girl. I want to be like a couple's kind now, do you of. Think, okay, now, do you think, <laughs> now, do you think. How do you think the girl would handle that? Like, seeing is that a weird thing for the girl to see the boyfriend do i think it's like couples that are into it i'm yeah. definitely not trying to like you're not trying to turn somebody this got Never too real you. for lisa <laughs> um i don't know i think it's like couples that are into it i think yeah. it's weird if you force anyone to do it and of then course. also the, like rules are okay like you have to set boundaries and everyone needs to feel comfortable for it to be a good time so mm. it's like if someone's not okay with something that's fine, but if it's something that I want to do, I don't know. I mean, it sounds hot, and someone might come to the Sex of the City. And I do have, I did buy like lunch, short. I mean, I, I, yeah. But if the girl wants to have a short, I just want to be like, um, like the couple be in charge. You want them to plan this whole night. I want to be used by this couple. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Good to know. Say well, it. I want to. I use... guess I could take charge because I've done stuff like this before. If like it's, I don't know, but I'm looking for a couple. I was talking to one. It didn't happen. What happened with them? Um, the guy was in, and then he's like, uh, "Show me, I'll you know, insta to my girlfriend," and then mm. nothing. Just... But I wasn't into her face, but I could have gotten. I was into everything else. I and need he to was see this couple afterwards. Okay, of course, of um, course. But, but yeah, so my photo now that it's for guys and girls, I don't know what to do. And mm. I also think my first photo is to... Um, now, yeah, what's your, so do you it. have in your bio, like, I'm looking for a threesome situation? No. See, that's the thing. You're like a public figure. Are you afraid of well, that Well, I'm trying being... to get on Raya, but I don't know if I want to pay. Or like, I don't know if I could do that. But like, isn't there Thrinder or like the I threesome? got one of those, okay. but How's I think I got been? a generic one. It's like a very confusing interface. Like, okay. I haven't even been able to like, and you, you have to, to pay the for Indians everything. on that one. Like the, like the couples, 
our messaging and I don't, you have to like pay to see the message. It's just like too much. So I think I got the wrong threesome app. Okay. Well, we're, we're also talking about other forms of uh, fucking and that's eat fucking. Um, yes. This is my favorite. I'm so, so excited. So we got an email asking what the top like Mount Rushmore of fast food, but that is one main, two sides yeah. and a dessert. That's okay. or drink, drink, dessert, sides, apps, main. Yeah. What is your go-to? And this person wrote in, I've never once felt compelled to participate in anything until this question came around. <laughs> I cannot stop asking people. I believe that it will be what unites people around this table for the two thousand around the table for the 2017 holiday season. Here are a few answers. Mine, and this is uh this is a lady writing it. Entree Cajun chicken tenders from Cookout. I've gotten a lot of tweets about Cookout. I've never even heard it's of it. It's a southern chain. I've never heard of it. Side curly fries from Arby's. That is a Power player. In Power this. player. Side, honey butter chicken minis from Chick-fil-A. Honey butter chicken minis. I've never had those. How much chicken do you need? You got tenders and the these minis A lot now? of chicken going on. Yeah. yeah. Drink or dessert, M&M McFlurry or Chick-fil-A lemonade if I have to pick a This drink. is not my Okay. Diet. This is the boyfriend. Entree. Even to do an M&M over Oreo McFlurry is like foreign crazy. and crazy to me. Crazy. They don't bled. It doesn't crumble. Someone brought up the blizzard. And I was like, the blizzard... How did we not bring up the blizzard? Well, because I wonder if some people didn't count it, but it's fast food. You're it's right. It's fast food. This is the her boyfriend writes spicy chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. This is obviously a Southern listener. Yeah. Side curly fries from Arby's. Side onion rings from Zaxby's. Now I want to try all these things. Yeah. D- uh, dessert Wendy's Frosty Friends. Entree Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. Side. Wet, that's wet. a side? No, th- that's her entree. Uh, I was like, this girl's my friend. Uh, I... <laughs> Crunchwrap Supreme? No, I'm sorry. I do the cheesy gordita crunch. Cheese, uh, that was one of the sides I said. Okay, so you so can do that as a side. I did Wendy's chicken, spicy chicken sandwich, cheesy gordita crunch, McDonald's french fries straight out of the fry I just had that. Do you know that I just had that experience? I learned such a big lesson. I was the getting no my salt. friend Will Miles fries, mm. and I'm waiting, waiting, and it's taking forever, and I was about to be like, annoyed how long it took and then the fresh fries came and I was the first one served yeah and I was like what a metaphor for life well uh someone tweeted at me if you want fresh fries at McDonald's just ask for no salt and they have to make them fresh wow that's a J train podcast that is a VI MVP listener right whoever sent that a couple people wow thank you guys so they've written a couple hours what is your top one I'm really well because for me it's like a shake shack a part of this well, she writes her manager wrote entree double smoke stack burger from Shake Shack. So like people are Shake Shack is becoming big enough now in major cities. It's it's in mo, a lot of major cities because it's delicious. But like I'm also having a hard time debating between a Big Mac or a McChicken. I the Big Mac has a lot of bread. I know, but there's something I think it's like because of that's Nostalgia. the order I had when I was a kid. Yeah, I like got to go once a month or whatever. Not a, I would get happy meals. Give your give your give your order right now. Let's hear it. I'm so upset right now. And also the curly fries put a fork in it too. Cause I would have I immediately Arby's gone with fri- McDonald's fries, but those curly fries that was a great but McDonald's fries. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely doing McDonald's fries. Uh or do I want oh, I love the cheese crinkle cut at Shake Shack. Um can you just answer? I need it. To, I, the, well, you mine thought was, about mine this. was Wendy's chicken sandwich, okay. spicy chicken. Then it was McDonald's hot French fries right out of the oven. It was cheesy gordita crunch, and then it was. Uh, I'm switching mine to the Blizzard. Okay. Reese's Blizzard. 
Do you ever do a banana Reese's, like an Elvis thing? I mean, thing? now I'll do it. Yeah. Now I've, I'll, I'm convinced. Yeah, it's so good. I love uh, banana. Okay, I'm going to do a mixed chicken because I like mayonnaise. Okay. Okay, so I'll do a mi- I want a Shake Shack burger. I, I wish we could do two entrees. No, I'll do the beef from the gordita. Okay. I'm going to do, oh, because you can get nuggets and then get a beef sandwich. Nuggets could be the chicken that the I side. need. That's true. Well, you think the soap. Yeah, I'm sorry. I hope the listeners Brooke, aren't upset. Brook Linen is one of our sponsors today. I They're literally the sheets that are on my bed right now. I love that we've discovered Brook Linen just in time for the holiday gift-giving season. And you're going to love them, too. You spend a third of your life in your sheets with brooklinen.com. You can get the high-quality sheets, bedding, and you and your loved ones deserve without needless luxury retail prices. Buying great sheets is an easy way to upgrade your nightly routine. Guys, I have these sheets. Are they Jersey? Any Jersey no, sheets they're like there? they're like hotel quality, wow. amazing sheets that cost you less because you're going straight to the you're going straight to the horse's mouth for the sheets. So, they were founded in April 2014 by husband and wife team Vicky and Rich Fulop on the philosophy that people deserve simple, beautiful home essentials without luxury prices. Winner of the best of online bedding category by Good House Copy, uh, Housekeeping. Listen, I'm just gonna say this right now. If you're out of college and you got a couple extra shekels, this is like a go-to move to being an adult. Like, get away from those shitty sheets that you haven't washed in weeks. They it comes with like a little tiny detergent that you can wash them fresh out of the box. It's perfect. Um, I love mine. I actually, I really do love mine. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer for just my listeners. $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code JTRAIN. JTRAIN. JTRAIN at Brooklinen, Brooklinen.com. In fact, Brooklinen is so confident you'll is love our new sheets. Is it just a New, new York sheets. thing or no? No, you can get them anywhere. Oh, wow. They offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. There's no reason not to give these sheets a try. Try uh, for yourself or as a gift. This I think it's a great gift. Yeah. Trust J Train, Papa JT, I know. Uncle J Train. I want to do this. The give the gift of luxury sheets. The only way to get twenty dollars off and free shipping is to use promo code J Train at brooklinen.com. That's B R O O K L I N E N dot com. Promo code J Train. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. J Train podcast. <laughs> I have an answer, do, you, do you have your answer? I'm gonna do Shake Shack cheeseburger. Okay. Um, I'm gonna do McDonald's fries. Sure. Um, but with Shake Shack cheese sauce, can I do that? No. I'll allow it. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm going to do um, McNug- or not McNuggets, n- Nuggets from Wendy's. Okay. Oh, the Wendy's Nuggets are great. I'm going to do Wendy's Nuggets. I'm sad. And then for my drink, I think I might do a Frosty. Fro- nothing wrong with a classic. Yeah, I think I might do a Frosty. Okay. Listen, I want people to keep sending theirs in. We have more emails. Yeah, I mean, I can play this all game. What a great game. It's a great game. I salute that person. Great Because I like, my favorite food question is ultimate appetizer sampler platter. Four things. Well, we did once play the one appetizer you could order on a deserted island, but it would come from different places. And I said... I, I think the, there's only one answer to that question. What? I hope you don't say Bloomin' Onion. No. Okay. You can get one appetizer the rest of your life. And Mozzarella sticks. See, I disagree. Nachos. Because nachos come differently from different restaurants. So, you you know, you could have a, many variations on the same thing. And it is the most appy appetizer. It is. I just don't always want to crunch. Sometimes I want oh, to. Have crunch. you? Oh, my God. But you can get tot nachos. You can play the game. 
tot nachos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can really play the system here. Well, I've been watching Survivor, okay. and I want to go on it. <laughs> if I it. become successful, I'm going to get on. I'm gonna You'll go. be the celebrity. Like, who's this? Yeah, because they'll vote me off because they'll think I don't need the money. Yeah. But I'm, like, fun, and maybe I'll be able to, like, set some alliances up or whatever. But I really, I mean. It's a great show. I know I'm late to the game. No, it's okay. But now, Survivor now here. is so Living. good. Chronic overthinker. Okay. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send anything you'd like. The emails keep getting better and better. Cue the music fe- uh, music female email. You have to stop doing it. Just- so many women do that. There's a lot of... <laughs> now it's more of a joke than anything else. Now I do it for the response from the guests. Yeah, but who else- no one else is annoyed. No, they think it's hilarious. Oh, okay, good, it's good, ridiculous. Good, good. <laughs> I'm 25 and never been in a serious relationship. I've had a couple of fuck boys and had dated a guy earlier this year, but after two months, he ghosted for a reason I never got the privilege of hearing. I ended up meeting this great guy at a bar. Immediately, we connected and started hanging out nonstop, dates, sleepovers, concerts, etc. Everything's been going well until we hit that two-month mark. He's a huge hunter, and it's hunting season here, <laughs> as well as me working in the hospital with off hours. We really only see each other once a week now, and only after I ask to hang out. I would love for uh, for this turn into a re- something serious, not just because I want a relationship, but because I really see it with him for the long term. Last Sunday, after much debate, I invited him to watch the game with my family. Text attached. A large part of me, so here are the texts. Uh, my mom would like to know if you want to come up for dinner on Sunday. It's fine. And then she wrote that at 540. Okay. Her next text is at 738. (laughs) (laughs) So at 540, she writes, my mom would like to know if you want to come over for dinner Sunday. And then 738. That's a long time. It's fine if if the answer is no. I just think I deserve and would appreciate a response from you ASAP. What time? And then he writes back, one time Sunday. Three. Dinner at three? That's so early. I guess it's just apps and drinks. Okay, I can be there. What kind of beer do you want? Stella's fine. Three things I should bring. And then he writes, three things I should bring. Any th- should I br- Three things. One, should I bring anything? Bottle of wine, anything. Two, what is the address? And three, I'm going to be a little bit closer to 334. A uh, guy just got a deer, and I have to help him drag. A large part of me thinks that if I had never sent that text in the morning, he was never going to answer. Do you think I was kind of bullied him into coming? That night went really well, but we have only, again, only seen him one time. I've only seen him one time since. This past weekend, he asked what I was doing, but never asked to hang out. But then also snapped me asking uh, how his lady is, referring to me. Do you think me getting burned in the past is affecting how I see this relationship? Am I overthinking? I've been debating asking him what, what what this is, but I'm too scared to hear the response for fear he'll want nothing. Should I just continue to weigh it out or tell him that I'm looking for something serious? Sorry for the length. What do you think? I think this is a great question. Yeah, it's a good email. And it's not really like um, a straightforward pro- – like it's not real – you know? There's no like real – interesting. There's yeah. no like set in No, no one's like an answer. asshole. I mean this is like hard and I'm kind of dealing with it, but like – you don't want to be with someone that you have to beg for them to be with you or that aren't not. as excited. You really, you know, it's like you have to listen to your gut. And if you feel like you're putting in all that, like then bring something up and you can't be scared to be alone and you can't be scared of the answer. But like you deserve someone that's like gung ho and wants the same things as you. This but this also might be gung ho for him. Like I, for him, this might be like, I mean, saying how's my lady doing? is like such a crazy thing to write if you don't feel that like 
you're together. Also, I mean, this is crazy, but like with people that hunt, I don't know, like I don't know anyone that hunts. Like in my brain, I'm like, maybe this is who he is. Like maybe his re- like idea of a relationship is not the same as hers or something. Well, like if you have some, if you grew up, I mean, I'm making so many assumptions, but if you grew up in your parents and like your dad was always hunting and your mom just sat and like there wasn't a real bond, maybe that's not something that you know to look for. Or maybe it's not something, you know, like, like I go hunt, you go do your thing. We come together for dinner. Like it could yeah. be that what he, what he knows. I, I yeah, think he could be into it and that's like what he sees. I think the way she should, I, I do think some of her past is like informing her present yeah like i do think she's like really on edge about never because i didn't have my first boyfriend since i was 24 i i hear that but any girl who writes never been in a serious relationship it's on their fucking mind and i and i and that's fine i'm not saying that's a wrong thing to be have on your mind yeah i'm just saying like i hear you feeling like i gotta get this relationship in it's but you don't but then she says i like this guy my thing with her and i think like one of the most classic chick moves i was i there's a comic i saw the other night and he was with this girl and he'd been with her before and then he had gone with her to like a wedding and i was like hey what's you guys like together and he's like no we're you know we're just hanging i go she's playing you dude this is her being so cool until a year goes by and she looks at you and goes what are you crazy? Look at this resume that we've built up together. Like, I think that's what she's doing. And I think that's kind of actively like the fact that you text him to be like, come over. And then he came and it went great. Like that's his choice to come and be great. Yeah. He didn't have to come and be great. He could have come and been miserable the whole time, but he played the game. He could have canceled. He could have never texted. And even though he was late and it took you two texts to get him there, you got him there. Because he probably thought he had to, to be honest, at two months of like seeing each other once a week to straight up family hang is yeah. like a lot. That's that's like a, a lot. lot. So he can't. There is a point where she wants to have the conversation with him. That's the, you're past that already. You are at the point where it's like, are you fucking nuts? We're together, you know. And I think for a lot of I don't guys, think it has to be nuts. I no, think I know, it could but be I'm, casual. I'm, I think you could be like cooking, be like, are we dating? What are we doing? No, I'm not. I'm saying that if he was ever to say, well, I, I didn't know. Are we together? Like, yeah. What are you talking about? You know, like, I, I think like he's playing doofy guy and she can play uh, the the like the matriarch of this situation. That's yeah, my point. Also, you know, not to seem suspicious, but it's like, are you making yourself like this guy or do you actually like him? Too? That's part of it, too. Are you, you know, because if you just want to be in a relationship and that's the number one goal, you might be a little bit blinded or like kind of um, excusing certain things that maybe you wouldn't. I would keep. Yeah. Because but- why are you? I mean, I it's just crazy because I was in this long distance thing, but it's like, make sure you really like him or not, because I don't know if it's worth only being able to see each other once a week and you're working and hunting all these things sure. like. Make sure you tr- do truly like him and it's not coming from fears or insecurities or anything like that. That's totally true. And I would also start sending him text. I would keep doing the, hey, I'm doing this. Do you want to come? Hey, That's I'm great. doing this. Do you want to come? Hey, do you- I'm doing this. Do you want to come? And then it gets to a point where he says no so many times. You're like, what the fuck? Or he keeps coming. And he keeps hanging out. Or he invites you to his thing. And starts or, inviting yeah. you to his things. You have to, I mean, for a guy like, and, and it's this is sad to say, like this guy wants to feel like he's still hunting both out in the forest and in the socially. 
he wants to feel manly. So he doesn't want to say, yeah, I'm locked down with a girlfriend, like to all his friends. And that's a sad reality. He just doesn't want to say it. And when you push him to say, come over for dinner, and then he comes, that's him doing it, but not having to say it. You know, he's going to the dinner and being like, yeah, I'm hanging with mom and dad. I'm being cool. I brought wine. I'm going to drink your Stella. Um, I'm doing all the things a boyfriend should do. I also like that it was like, Stella's fine. It's like, it's yeah. a premium beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got a lot, of, a lot of, you know, a lot of requests for a guy who's not the boyfriend. Yeah. You know, so I, there is a point where. I would just remember that you're, like, you're, you're the prize. Yes. And that he's not some prize that you have to like be desperate for or be okay with things or like if he doesn't give it to you it's not the end all be all just because you haven't had a serious relationship by this time i just want to make sure that like you you're not like some damaged goods because you haven't no had a boyfriend don't feel bad so about make that. sure yeah make sure you do actually like him and be chill and confident and cool and like feel fine getting what you want so i wouldn't have a conversation i would just keep inviting him and then i would say and then get to the point where it's like also next week i got nothing going on these three days let me know when you're ready to hang and make him in a position where he, right now he's in a position where you're having sex, he's met the parents, any move that isn't a boyfriend move, he looks crazy for not doing, is my point. So if you say, come on, uh, I'm free, free these three days, when, what's your plan? And he's like, well, and doesn't answer that and doesn't pick up on that or doesn't have a valid excuse, you have to say like, what the fuck? We're not hanging out? And he's the crazy one in that situation because he has been acting as a boyfriend without admitting to being her boyfriend. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're also sponsored by ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter is great. If you own a business or work in HR, with ZipRecruiter, you can post your jobs to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click so you can rest easy knowing your job is being seen by the right candidates. Then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting so you receive the best possible matches. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on the right, can on the right candidates finding you. It finds them. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So listen, guys, it makes hiring easier. If you're in a position to hire and you're not using our ZipRecruiter Zip uh, thing, you're a fucking idiot. That's all I'm going to tell you. So... Find out today why ZipRecruiter has uh, been used by growing businesses of all sizes. And it's all size. If you have a small business, this is great. Uh, this is a great way to have a free help with your small business. Uh, so go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. My listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. One more time. Try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. Uh, did you watch the Bethany Shark Tank? I did. I watched it last night. What did you think? I thought the wa the no mustache was a great product on its own without the kit. And a kit does exist. And they can market it and make it great and other products. But I feel like the product that they had was great. And I wouldn't do it for my so for mustache, listeners but with here, chin hairs, I would do it all the time. So you said that product doesn't exist out there? Not that it's cold. Not that not a wax one without tweezing that you can put in your purse. It's not hot. Mm. You just warm it up in your hands, and you can do it quickly. I think is great without messy I had sticks and heat and all that. So I'm a huge Shark Tank because uh, uh, Lisa and I are both big Shark Tank fans. Yes. And there was a Bethany Frankel episode that was just on. 
she gave me like I got like a PTSD from like other Jewish mothers that I've been annoyed with. Yeah, seeing her. Yeah, the way she acted was just so aggressive. Well, she thinks and she's funny too. She does. And think I she's loved funny. when her joke bombed. Which got yeah she about was just, being in bed with b- billionaires. Yes, I've been in bed with a few. It's been a couple hours. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like Bethany, stop it. Yeah, it was a lot, and I and I, you could tell she came on with a lot. Of, even in her profile, I did tear up during her profile for whatever reason. Yeah. But during her profile, she was like, "People are gonna." She always is coming after the haters before they can come to her. She's like, "People are gonna wonder why her I'm a shark." Her dad didn't like her. Her dad didn't like her. Her dad was very absentee. Like she wasn't really raised by him. He was in the horse tracks. Like what? Because I've watched Real Housewives yeah, the whole time. Yeah, of course. And her mom was like, not good. Like she doesn't speak to her mom. Like when her da- dad died on the show, she hadn't talked to him in decades. You know what I mean? And she went to watch him die. But her child I, has not met her mother. I would love to see her. Her mother Bar- like sells stories to tabloids about oh, her, really? and was just an absentee mother. I wanted to see her and Barbara on the same episode. I just feel like they would have butt heads in a fun way. Mm. I did want more Bethany, but I didn't like Bethany at the same time. Do you know Mr. Wonderful is running for office? Yeah, he's a big, uh, big politics guy That's in so Canada. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, he's Canadian, but he lives in Boston. I, I, I know that he lives in Boston. But listen, um, I got a couple announcements before we move on. I don't want to say Alex Rodriguez is the worst guest shark. He's I hate worst. him more than anyone I've ever seen on that show. He's brutal. Uh, I'd rather make a deal with Hershevik. Talk about, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about land on third and think you hit a triple. Um, that guy, he fucking got paid for baseball, and we're supposed to and, and an obscene amount of money. Like not just like he has one of the biggest contracts of all time, and then we're supposed to say, oh, and then he plays the race card more than anyone's ever played a race card on that show. Yeah. He starts speaking Spanish to the guy. I hate it, and you're like, what? Do you, what? How and then the guy you? chose Mr. Wonderful. How dare you try to like? That's so disrespectful to the guy. To the guy. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. he's so stupid that you speak a little Spanish and he'll join you. And I love that Lori then spoke. Yeah, Spanish. she's like, I know Spanish too. Fuck you. Yeah. yeah, it was great. Listen, J Train Live. We're doing a live podcast December fourth. Make your reservations because right now. All I heard after the first one was raves. People were rave loved reviews. It. Rave people reviews. loved it, and it was like it was packed and fun and energy, energy, energy. And people at the cellar want to not like your show. They want to not <laughs> like it. The cellar. There was talks going on, and it's it December fourth. Star studded. Colin Quinn, David Tell. We're gonna have some more stars for this one. December fourth at eight. Comedycellar.com. Comedycellar.com. Go make a reservation now. We're at about fifty reservations right now, and we're and we're like. A little less than a month away. Yeah. So that's like a lot considering the time because people don't plan. People yeah. don't plan. December 4th at the cellar. Go make your reservations. Also, comics come home. I'm coming home to Boston this, uh, November 18th. Not this Saturday, but the next Saturday. Boston Garden. Big show for me. The lineup is fantastic. Jimmy Fallon. Uh Basically, if you're a white dude, you're going to have a great time listening to all the white dudes. Great time. Maybe there's Lil one black. Rel. Okay, yeah. Lil Rel <laughs> from Get Out, uh, Jeff Ross, <laughs> and J-Trey. Oh, no, there's more, right? Dennis Leary? Dennis Leary. Oh, it's his show. Okay. So it's a great show. And if you're in the Boston area, go get tickets to Comics Come Home. I mean, like it's like an event. It's been going on for over 20 years. You're going to love it. And does it go to like veterans Cancer. or something? Cancer. Cancer. Great. This is where the monies go. This is a real, a real, you know. For some reason, I thought it was like a military cause. thing because it was like coming home, but I get it. I get Just it. Just the comics are yeah. coming back. Uh, the comics come home. They That's had to find a black from person from Chicago to 
to come, come home, home to Boston. To Boston. <laughs> um, I'm also going to be at Laugh It Up in Poughkeepsie tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, Saturday on the 11th. Laugh It Up in Poughkeepsie if you want to come out to that. Mohegan Sun, the 24th and 25th. Side Splitters in Tampa, the, tw- uh, the 14th. And Laughable. If you are a fan of podcasts, just download Laughable. It's ridiculous if you don't have it already. You can subscribe to people. I was one of its first adopters. You were the first one. Um, And also, (laughs) patreon.com slash Jared Fried. If you're a fan of this podcast, there are three bonus episodes up on Patreon. Three. Also, there's video of the last live J-Train. You can watch David Tell from the last live J-Train podcast. You can see it for a buck. Wow. One buck a month. So get involved. Um... Let's do a witch's worst. I think worst. you need to be my business manager. Who? <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> also, go to Lisa's show this Sunday, Littlefield, 7.30. We have a witch's worst. Train. I recently hooked up with a dude I met at a bar. And we both did something embarrassing, which inspired this hypothetical. Which is more embarrassing? Pissing the bed with your new hookup in the bed after a night of drinking or accidentally liking a post from three years ago when you're not even following each other. Honestly, I could go either way. It's embarrassing to piss the bed, but you can blame that on alcohol while stalking their far back uh, is something you do sober, but also it's 2017. We're all fucking creepy. Can't wait to see you in Boston. Thanks. I'd rather pee, I think. Pee the bed? Yeah. At least you have the alcohol to lean on? Yeah, I mean, it's just embarrassing in the moment. And then you can be horrified, do laundry, go to breakfast. Yeah. Uh, pay for breakfast. Um, and you can laugh bad. about it. Laugh. If you've got, I will say this. If you're a girl who pees, the, I, I don't think that ends the relationship for you. If a guy likes you, he will be like, that's the joke we have to talk about that I can give her shit about for when we date. Yeah. Like this, peeing the bed only adds to the whole thing yeah if you like her so but a lot of people will be like oh he doesn't like me because i pee the bed no he doesn't like you because your personality you know? i'm also thinking about it with uh like a gr- i don't know i just feel like we would laugh about it the liking the picture but that is just like the reason that sucks is like it's um you lose power when you like the picture yeah from three yeah, years ago three years, it's, it's like you're now you're deeper in. you're deep people know that you spent that much time looking sure that um that you're look, you know, a lot of it is like, I mean, it sucks I games, a- but it's a power move. You don't want to be the person. Because <laughs> on WhatsApp, there's like timestamps. Sure. <laughs> and so it's like someone's like, I'm not going to fucking check it. You know what I mean? Mm. Or whatever it is. There's like this thing of like not going and looking. So if you're caught, I don't well, like it. I had a girl tell like me last night that a guy that she'd never spoken to but sees all the time just started following on her Instagram. And she goes, and it's so weird. I go, it's not weird. It's weird of him to do, but it's also not weird for it to happen. You know, like yeah. I was like, he thinks you're hot. He thought you guys see each other enough. We're like, fine, I'll follow this profile. But he thinks you're hot. Did he then like photos or not? Not. So then it's normal. Why wouldn't he just follow you? Because they never speak. They work alongside each other, but have never spoken. And she was like, it's and I go, it's just don't think of it as weird. Like, know that this is happening for every reason that is his penis. You know, like, let's not, like, put this off to, like, it's so crazy. No, I no, had it's someone not. recently be really touchy, handsy, and then, as I was telling him about my breakup, which is, like, okay, Weird. but then uh, liked my profile on Instagram, or followed me or whatever, and then liked three pictures in a row. 
So followed your Instagram. Then and like immediately three, three in a row. So I did not follow back. They they might be tapping on the window. I know, and I'm saying no, thank you. <laughs> no, thank. Well, that's the whole idea. I can't of wait to tell window. you who it is. After can't wait. I can't wait. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. <laughs> There's no Sorry, time listeners. For, but am I? But I am the plus one. There's no time for small talk and not feathering since I am approaching a deadline for responding, but need your help on how I can use this to my advantage. Tell the six 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 to cue the music and let's get on with the first world problem coming from the heart of Texas. <laughs> I've been approached by a not-so-close friend, a 557 face-body personality, to attend a wedding uh, for his co-worker that is mid-December. Here's the struggle. I am in no way attracted to him, but know he has major feelings for me and will try to make a move. Do I tell him up front that, yes, I will attend as a friend in order to boost morale at work, or do I decline and let him find a different plus one that will be more appreciative? P.S. I'm loving your Patreon content. Keep up the great stuff. Hint, hint, other listeners. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. What do you think? I think if she's honest and says, uh, this is just friends, I hope like you understand that, then she should go and have fun at this wedding. If she has fun with him, it's a friend, right? And if you think it's going to be a great wedding, good stuff. But if you're not honest with him, you can't go. I dis- I disagree. I don't think saying we're friends and then going is the move. No, he can then be like, never mind. I'd like to go with a date. But he's never going to take it back. Oh, because he likes her. So he much. likes her. And he's going to think, I'm me. So I can change her mind once she sees me dressed up at the wedding. So she should just say no and call she it a day. She should say no. Call it a day. Okay. Say no. You go to the wedding. All you're doing is is keeping this. And also, the only reason he's being so nice to you as a friend is because he likes you. So if you take that out of the equation, you... You're getting the you're getting a fake person. He's not really your friend. Yeah. So go and say, say to him, "Hey, I'm no, flattered." No, this is 100. Can I just tell you? This is, just reminded me. Um, like I had a crush on someone, and then mm. it didn't happen. But we were friends. But now, like, yeah, I'm just less nice. Yeah. And he keeps like, "Are you mad at me? Are you mad?" And it's like, no, but what do you want? I'm not <laughs> flirting with you anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, that's so funny. You said that. Like he just keeps thinking I'm mad at him, and it's legit. Like. Dude, yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way for you. No. You're a casual friend. Or like, we'll talk and I'll go to somewhere else and he'll get sad. And it's like, I don't want to fuck you anymore. Yeah, Everyone's out here away. trying to eat, sleep, and fuck. Okay? Yes. And have a fun time. Where do you fit into all of this? Yeah. Okay? And if you ain't fucking me, maybe you're not as fun a time as, I, as my other friends that I'd rather have a fun time with. Yeah. And that's the sad reality of it. It's an animalistic way to look at things. But for her... You go into this wedding, how, who does that help? It wastes his time, wastes your time. I just love time. weddings. <laughs> I mean, I love weddings too, but she'll have a chance with someone who actually, who she actually likes. Podcast at gmail.com. J-train. Oh, she's also separately invited to the wedding. No. 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 Okay. Don't go to the fucking Don't wedding. Don't go to the and wedding. he's the only one you can talk to at the wedding. That's the other problem. You're going to be flirting with him just because there's no one else to talk to. So yeah. he's going to take that as a flirt. I'm, I'm sorry not, I'm, I said the wrong thing. No, Jared's it's okay. Right. I'm, not, I'm not. You can. We can. We. This is why we discuss these things. Are we going to eat across the street after this? We're going to figure something. Oh, I want to eat J-train there so bad. Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. I love this title. More email. Is it? Are we stressed? She's pressuring me to propose. That's the worst. I mean, this is like. Play that fucking. Father, first off, let me tickle your scrotum with my fanciest feather. I appreciate you and the content you put out. You do a tremendous job. Thanks, buddy. And then he wrote, cue the thanks, buddy. (laughs) So here's my predicament. 
I've been dating my 977 smoke bomb for about a year and a half now. One and a half years. We have a great relationship for the most part, and I consider myself a lucky man. However, she recently piled on the pressure for me to propose, propose to her. Now, on my side, I'm not sure, not even close to being ready for that shit. I'm 25, she's 23. In my opinion, we both have a ton of personal growth to go through. Not to mention our relationship needs to mature before we get there. I want to focus on my, my career, enjoy this time in my life without fast-forwarding five to ten years. This has caused a lot of tension between us lately. But she feels that if the roles were flipped, we would already be engaged by now. What does she mean by that? Like if she would ask? If the roles were flipped, like if she was the guy and... Like ask, yeah. No, he would have said no. If the roles were flipped, he would have said no to her proposal. So clearly we're on different pages. She says that if I truly loved her and was sure about her, I would commit with a proposal. I personally think that's completely ridiculous. So master, how do I navigate this? If she keeps the pressure up, I don't see other option to end end relationship. There's no way I'm getting pressured into marriage if I'm not ready. Help me, Juby One Kenobi. You're my only hope. Um, I uh, that's funny. I like yes. this. Um, I spaced out for a little bit. Uh, does he like her though? Like he mm-hmm. wants to date her, live with her, or whatever. He's enjoying the relationship, and then recently she's put on the pressure to get married, and he's thinking, if you're gonna pressure me to marry you, I'm gonna have to end the relationship. I'm not ready. Yeah, I mean, this is something where you're gonna lose. She's gonna lose him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. D- hey, dude, don't propose if you don't want to. Like, what else? Is- you know what I mean? What? <sighs> Here's this the problem. Sucks. I'm so, this this sucks. makes me upset. Like, I hate hearing about this. I think we have a friend that's going through this, actually. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And obviously, I, I believe everyone should get what they want. So if you want to be married, awesome. But do you want to be with this person and grow also, naturally? Or is there some, you want a wedding for Instagram? I, that's that's really what's where I'm Do you want to make at. sure your friends know you're engaged? The, do you want just the things? Like, why would you ruin a great relationship for these superficial that's the things? Problem. If it's they superficial. Are. And, and that's if it's what not it superficial, like. then, she, you know, she... They're needs- not 35 and 33. That's the no. that's the real thing. Life, this whole life is short bullshit. Life is long, mm-hmm. okay? You're going to live a long life, and you're going to have a lot of different fights and loves and loss and all that stuff in between. The fact... What you said is dead on. What does she get out of this that she's not getting now? An unhappy marriage is what she's going to get. Every healthy relationship, when they get married, you say to them, how's married life? They go, nothing's changed. They all say the same thing. Every couple that gets married that like like a week after or whenever they get back, same deal. We were living together anyways. That's the way marriage should happen. You're signing up to be like, okay, we're together forever. This is great. I love you. You love me. But it should be like this is a celebration of that and not that you're entering in this new fa- – like the whole idea that I you're I also like- do want to say this to this guy though. If she wasn't a nine – you know what I mean? Like you're also probably treating this person – you know what I mean? Oh, she's got to, if she's upset. really hot because she's really hot, he's she's allowing getting this away to with all this stuff yeah. and demanding things because no one's probably said no to her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is like the she, only time she's ever had a, a yeah, like a no to wants. her face. And I'm yeah. sure the relationship she gets what she wants, sure. if I'm being honest. So, and because she's so hot, I feel like she's probably going to keep pressuring you and doing whatever she wants because she's hot. I would go to her and I would say, uh, and, and, the whole thing, this is, like, a lot of the reason, like, guys, like, get into, like, you know, get cold feet with getting engaged because it's, like, is this girl want me or everything that goes with a wedding? 
and there's so much more to gain from the female side of things on a wedding than a guy. What do I get out of this? A party? I don't get a ring. I don't get like the adoration of my friends. No, but if that's how you're feeling about the wedding, you shouldn't be getting married. Of course. That's the whole thing. Like, you should be excited. You should be like, oh, I can't wait. Of course. You should have, this shouldn't cross your mind of these other things she's getting out of it. And it is crossing it. And I a would year go and to a half him. is not a long time. Not a long time. I would go to her and I would say, hey, listen. And I would be serious and frank. Yeah. I would say, hey, listen, here's how I want my life to go. I want to move in with the person I'm with. I want to live together. I want to enjoy our life. I want to be... With, I want to be married without uh, I want to be together without kids married without kids then have kids I see my life going a certain way and I want you to be a part of that right now but the way you're acting is making me feel like we're not on the same page yeah because the sorry to keep interrupting because it's like ahead. the pressure is now for this because this is the thing I have friends that just got married and he he keeps being like oh well we're not gonna have kids we don't want kids I'm like she also said she didn't want to get married sure so if this pressure is starting now of like engage 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 yeah. then it's gonna be like it's gonna be it's there's never gonna be enough it's like she's not living in the moment and enjoying anything it's gonna be immediate this is gonna be a tough more. it's gonna be I a want tough vacation i want this i want the yeah. ring i want that it doesn't when seem, does it end yeah it's it's like setting up for a life of someone being like are you dressed yet yeah and setting up for a life of her looking to her right looking to her left and saying why aren't we doing what they're doing exactly and that's and a horrible way to live to her credit if she wants to be married now she can break up with him yeah Go marry someone else. But to try to force someone to do what you want to do. I would sit down with her. It's ridiculous. I would sit down with her over like a meal. Like I would like be like, hey, we should. Cook we, a meal. Cook a meal. Cook a I meal. want to talk to you about this engagement stuff. And I would get her talking. The best thing to do is to get someone else talking. So you say. she might feel insecure in the relationship. That's but this, the, yeah, that's but this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So like that's if you said idea. to her, hey, I'm getting a lot of stuff feedback from you that you want to get engaged and it's bothering you why does it bother you let her talk let her get into that she'll explain well this and that and my friends and then you'll say do you understand that we're living our lives and what we do is not to do with everyone else is doing we're not falling behind you're not missing out on anything if anything you're missing out on being in your 20s and having fun mm -hmm. so if you and then I would say to her, if you can't relax in this relationship and be confident that I'm with you without a ring, then maybe you're not in it for me and you're just in it for the ring. I think and, that's great. And I would say that. And then let her sit with that. She might say, get mad at that. The only reason she would get angry with that is because she knows she's wrong. Or she knows she's not getting what she wants, which is maybe that's why you shouldn't be together in the first place. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J I would also go on a dinner, a date with another couple that sucks <laughs> like, or an older couple that isn't married yet. Or the, I would go on a dinner date. I would go on a double, a hangout with one couple that's going through the worst time in the world. And another couple that you think is a great couple. Mm -hmm. And just so you could see both sides of that and see how they work and don't go out with her friends that she's only seeing on Instagram. Yeah, because it's also like you don't know the debt people are going into for these weddings. You don't know what's happening in their homes. You don't know anything. You don't know anything. Nothing. Nothing. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Listen, on the on the on the subject of cooking for your date, here's how you do it. Blue apron. Here, buddy. I, I'm not I'm not just giving you advice. I'm also giving you what to make on that meal. 
Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient res- uh, in recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home, cook- uh, home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the United States. Here's the thing. Here's why you get Blue Apron, people. It's because it feels good. First of all, this dude who has to talk to his girl about not getting engaged, you need to, like, fucking use this because you cook for someone, they will blow you and maybe not want to get engaged and listen to everything you say. Also, it feels good to accomplish a task. I made that credenza, and I was putting it up on Instagram, and, you know, people would make fun of me. But when I got it done, it felt good. And they got great meals, crispy, wild Alaskan pollock and garlic mashed potatoes with roasted broccoli and tartar sauce, cheesy broccoli baked pasta with crispy thyme breadcrumbs, seared steaks and garlic butter with oven fries and romaine salad, roasted chicken, fall vegetables with cranberry and ginger compote. Wow. Listen, check out this week's menu and get $30 off your first order with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash jtrain. That's blueapron.com slash jtrain. BlueApron.com slash JTrain for $30 off. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's BlueApron.com slash JTrain. Blue Apron, a better way to cook, it'll get you blown. <laughs> Stuffing more than turkeys this Thanksgiving. Yes. Sup, JTrain. My favorite holiday. It's my favorite, too. <laughs> no gifts for anyone. Mm-hmm. No responsibility to anyone but your stomach. And you're just home in your, in your sweats. It's great. Are you going home? No, um, I'm going to go to my friend Julia's house. Okay. Um, friends, because I'm going to be um, in Chicago a week after Thanksgiving, mm. and I, I just don't want to be in Chicago for weeks. You know I, what hear I, mean? you. I hear you. I hear you. I'm going for comics come home this week or next weekend. And we're so, Russian. It's like weird. Like my parents do one. My sister does an American one. They just, it's not. Really? We do Thanksgiving. I mean, Thanksgiving in my hometown is like a big deal. Longest running high school high school Thanksgiving football rivalry in the country. Needham Wellesley. They play every Thanksgiving for like a hundred years, and everyone comes. People go. It's a it's an event. If it's I'm not sure what town it's in this year, but if it's in Needham, I I drop by. Yeah, and then I'm, my dad's turning eighty, so then I'll be back. Eighty. So I'll be back home in Chicago in January. Yeah, so it's, so a it's lot. like yeah. I'm 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 also at Mohegan Sun. The Friday and Saturday after Thanksgiving. So if you want to get away from your family, come hang out with me. I'll be getting drunk. But I love July 4th, too. I think that's the summer Thanksgiving. July 4th and Food. Thanksgiving. Those are, those are even. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> I'm newly single after being dumped by my girlfriend of one year. It sucks getting dumped, but hey. Get what it. Else can, <laughs> what else can a guy do but move on? Well, that's just what I'm trying to do. Now all we, we all know Thanksgiving is DM season, but I have a more specific addendum this season. Back in high school, I had the thing with this girl who now is probably a 778. Although she gave me hand jobs galore back in the day, we never had sex. Hand jobs galore. That's like a bad Bond villain. <laughs> hand jobs galore, it is. Mm. Fast forward to last <laughs> January, we were both in town for winter break. We met up for a coffee. The whole time we were there, I felt like she was trying to fuck me. <laughs> But I told myself I was crazy because we had hung out together, hadn't hung out together since high school and nothing had happened. However, after I left, she texted me and told me she hadn't had sex in forever and that her and I should fuck. 
Here's the catch. I had a girlfriend, so I didn't respond. And the next day, I drove back to my college town. We haven't spoken since that day. Here's the Here lies the dilemma. I no longer have a girlfriend, so I'm going to hit her up before I go home for Thanksgiving. But do I mention her proposal, or do I pretend it never happened? What do you think? Um, so basically, he's got this history with this girl. She said we should fuck. He had the girlfriend, so we never answered. Now he's back, girlfriendless. I feel like I'm going to be wrong again. I feel like no, I'm going to... No, okay. listen, we talked I, I mean, out. a part of me is like, I think that's a good move. You had a girlfriend. Yeah. You did want to fuck her, so you didn't respond. I feel being honest is the most... Um, upstanding thing to do because it means you're a good guy and you're not a cheater or playing any games while you're in a relationship um two and and that means you wanted to fuck because if you didn't you'd be like ah we're friends you know haha so it's like it's all clear you you know what you nailed it thank you because you nailed it for all the reasons that i was about to say for women that you had all the emotions that i expected there to be because for a woman they want to be with class guys. I think if you go, sorry, I couldn't respond to you. I was in a relationship. Lady in the sheets or lady in the streets, freak in the sheets is more for women than it is men sometimes. Mm-hmm. So th- you were a classy lady. Yeah. You didn't get back because you had the girlfriend. So now, well, you know what that says about you intimately? You're clean. You got a good dick. You're fun. You're someone that's honest. Honest. Honest is the most important thing. And for a woman, you know, who's going to have that one-off Thanksgiving frolic, that's like, okay, I'm with, like, a good dude at least. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I'm doing this thing that's outside of my normal thing, but at the same time, it's with someone that I can trust. Yeah. So you, what you need to do is you need to text her right now. Get out the phone. Hey, I'm going to be home next week. Would love to see you. Sorry I never got back to you that last time. I was down for it, but I had a girlfriend, and hopefully we can hang out this week. That's what you say. Yeah. Hopefully we can hang out over the holiday. Yeah. And I feel like you're going to get laid. I think you're going to get laid, and you should write back in, and the title Don't get should too be, full. I got laid. But you're going to you're gonna stuff some turkey. When and you it, answer them, do you email them being like, your thing got answered? No. You If you listen, you listen to the fucking podcast. I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're a listener. So all these people are listening every week. Every week. That's why, you know, that's why we grow every week. Because you, the fans, you spread the word. And if you're home over Thanksgiving, tell a friend about this podcast. Yeah. Just be like, yo, I know this guy, Papa JT. He's got a friend named Lisa who goes by Glitter Cheese for some unknown (laughs) reason. Um, And they got a great podcast going. Okay. I'm so glad we're, we're going to get someone laid. I got one. The more. other ones were like stressful. Stressful. This one is fun. This Easy. one's kind of a. Another l- stress. I don't know. This is a fun one because I, I also, think it's. We still need, I need help on my Tinder too. I know. We'll get to okay, it. Okay, cool. I'm just scared because you keep one more. at the time. I know. Let's do one more. Okay. How to become a parent favorite. Okay. Do you like that one? Yeah. All right. Dearest J-Train, you've been the glue holding together my long-distance relationship for the past three years. Wow. For that, I am grateful. Well, not really. But you had the you you make the three-hour car trips a little more bearable for both of us, considering yourself feathered. Now onto the email. I'm the youngest of four kids in my family at the tender age of 21. For the first time ever, we are all in serious relationships. All of us know that our parents play favorites when it comes to, to the plus ones. Ooh, Creepy here, family. Here are the current rankings. My brother has been with his girlfriend for eight years, and she is an angel sent from above, so she's obvious number one. Then we have my sister's long-term man weighing in at five years. Due to time with the family, sports talk with my father and relationships, 
uh, duration. It's easy to say that he's number two. Next, we have my boyfriend. He's been around for three years, but like I stated earlier, we are long distance and are still in college. Therefore, he's not been around uh, the parents and family as much as uh, the others. He's also in college, so they don't take him seriously. Um, he still has uh, the relationship duration under his belt as well as uh, full familial support. So he's setting it pre- pretty at three. This is where it gets tricky. My oldest sister is in a fresh relationship. but The guy is a freaking stud. He's smart, personable, and kisses my mom and ass like no other. Total take-home-to-mom type. It also doesn't hurt that he's with my sister. My parents have been trying to marry off since she left the womb. My boyfriend and I are worried about this new guy moving up the parent-favorite scale. This is where we need your sage wisdom. How can my boyfriend solidify his parent-favorite his parent favorite spot or potentially move up in the ranks? What are some good ways for him to subtly kiss ass? This is a nightmare. I wish we didn't answer this. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, like it's, it's too it's cute. So, no, it's crazy. It's crazy? I think it's crazy. Your Her parents boy, are doing weird things. Everyone knows there's a competition. Between I mean, I get it between ones. the four siblings. They talk this out. It's like a joke that's not a joke. I mean, I kind of get that. I but was, if it's a joke, then College boyfriend yeah. cannot win. BT dubs. Yeah. He's the loser in the situation. Of course, you, you said it's your oldest sister. So she's the one that they want to be with a great guy. And if he's a stud... He goes to number one on the totem pole because he's going to maybe marry her at some point. Yeah. Your boyfriend no is one believes it. trash. Young, it's not even he's trash, you're trash. You're young. You're young. <laughs> yeah, they don't take it you're seriously. You're 21. You're going to be the least favorite. Get over yeah, it. Yeah, it's over. You had the least rules. Appreciate that probably. Here's, here's you got what, to do what you wanted. Here's what could... The no only- one respects you because... And I used to be crazy. This happens a lot in comedy because um, I feel like experience and years you do stuff is so valuable mm. and like means a lot. And when you see people starting and they're young and they have all of this confidence or, co- or understanding and it's like no one's trying to be condescending on purpose, but it's like you're truly an idiot and you just don't know yet. I think that's the only way to move up is to know you can never move up and know you're the idiot. You're yeah. the young idiot. You guys are in college. Don't go. I remember like don't go home for Thanksgiving and tell people the rules at your beer pong table. Okay, like your family's going to look at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? We have rent to pay. Yeah. So understand that you live in an if you go home for the holidays, here's the only way to look good. Understand that you live in unreality and that you're a fucking idiot and own it and like and live by it and be like, I know nothing. Every conversation jokes about how he's in last place. Yes. He's (laughs) the loser. He's the boyfriend from college. Every conversation that you enter into should go. I don't know anything. And that's how you should start. That will ingratiate you to everybody. Don't walk in and be like, and I heard, no. No. No, 21. You just had your first wine yesterday. Yeah, these people are about to get married. People are together eight years. So try to get this favorite. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you you got a, a mountain to climb. Yeah, you might get arrested or have alcohol poisoning tomorrow. We don't know. It's just, it's college. It's weird. J train podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. Should we do one more? Yeah, I, I love this podcast. More. Let's do one more. And I love talking. Is my roommate nuts or am I? Whataburger truther and T Bell hacks from Snap. Dilf dude, I'd like to fuck. Does someone have to go? I fucked a dad before. You have? Yeah, my coworker's dad. What was that like? 
It was one of the worst experiences. How did that even sure. come together? Um, we were wait. She was a bartender waitress. I was waitressing, and the dad came in to like sit at the bar. Yeah, and I was like, "Your dad's fucking hot." And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she was like, "Oh, really?" And then I was like, 21, 22. Yeah, and he was sixty. I mean, he was so old. He was so old. What were his balls like? I don't even remember. So at the time, so he was like that. That Jew girl's into me. He's like, all right. Yeah. So he was like. Instead of acting like a dad that's engaged, she came to one of my shows and then wow. started buying me all these drinks. And then we got hammered and we went to his bar and then we went to his house. And it was like some of the worst, worst, worst sex I've ever had. Why was which it was so bad? shocking because I was like, you were married. Yeah. You're well, a grown man. Why don't you know how to out fuck? Of out of practice. But now he's engaged. He was engaged. I know, but like he's been in relationship sex. You're not just ready for like one off sex. It was off. No, but there were mirrors everywhere. He had a paddle. He had a paddle? He had a paddle and a mirrored room. Did you spank him or? No, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> but it's like, I would think you'd be better, but it was yeah. just like I hated all of it. And then the next morning he was making uh, breakfast and there was like all these photos of his family. And I realized he had a son in his 30s, so he's older than I thought. Sex was bad. He ripped my, like, my dress broke. Oh, wow. We were wasted and stuff. And then while he's making breakfast, I was reading the paper. And he's like, oh, I haven't read since high school. And I was like, that's like 40 years ago. <laughs> so you I was were just reading disgusted. the paper? <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to talk to him. I just yeah. was, it was like, it was so, <laughs> so bad. Just such a funny image of you coming down and being like, I, I guess I'll just read the paper. I have to get through this in whatever way I can. And then, um... He like drove me to my car or something like that. Let's do the dude I like to fuck. Okay, but can I just yeah. um and then he started coming to my shows with his fucking family, with his other oh. kids and his fiance. Did the coworker know that you fucked her dad? Yeah, everyone knew that I everyone knew. hooked up. Or like when I like yeah, it, it was weird. It was a weird it's it was weird. Um but she I don't know, but they're trashy. But he then cornered me against um like in the showroom and started like having beef with me and stuff. About what? I don't even remember. I was so terrified. And my friends were like, you look so nervous on stage and stuff. And then my friend Renee, who's like a decade older than me, she like was like, how dare you? What are you doing? And like <laughs> yelled at him. And then that was it. But it was, yeah, it was definitely a weird oh situation. Well, this girl just has, I've been feeling like there's almost a code to crack on getting a guy. I've been single since, you know, my whole... She writes, cue the music. First off, I want to say I'm a new female listener. Absolutely love your podcast. Spreading the word uh, that love by letting my friends and everyone else know to get on the podcast train. Insert feathering of your nuts here. I've been feeling like there's almost a code to crack on getting a guy. I've been single since, you know, my whole life, but I am now looking for more than just a hookup or at least someone to cut, cuff off for the winter, obviously. There's a few people I'm interested in and have been talking to, but there's this dude that I would like to fuck, hence the subject title, that I have had a little bit of a history with and has now soberly said he would like to hang out with me after his drunk claims to do so that he has yet to follow through on. I have been passing the ball and all that, but I am curious if there's ever a certain time frame when a guy asks you on a date or a point when you're just always going to be talking and not anything more, or is this dude might not uh, be that into me. Side note, if and when I do go on this date, how do I successfully land a second date? Keep doing you. Thanks. Uh, we'll go. Um, I mean, I'd like to say um, that what you're looking for is not easy. Yeah, it's not just... Find someone that you're, like, cuddling with all winter and watching shows and eating and having fun. Like... 
that's not easy. You know what I mean? It's she needs like, to forget about the goal and start thinking about the process. Her goal is a boyfriend. You're, she's gonna, she's jumping over the process so much that all she does is go to the goal. This guy isn't the guy. This guy that said it, he drunkenly said you should hang out, and now you're hopeful because he said it soberly. It's fucking over. He's trying you're to establish. Not, it's the same as like what we said earlier. Like for one of the other questions, it's like you're not valuing yourself. You're yeah. not seeing yourself as worthy. You're seeing yourself as someone that just needs this boyfriend, and you need to be okay with. Being alone. Sure. And not just because a boy likes you doesn't mean you have to like him. And just because a guy says he wants to go out, a lot of guys, I say I want to go out with everybody. I, I, I say it to, yes to everybody because I just don't want to be an asshole. You don't want to go through it. And a lot of times, some girls just don't take the hint where it's like, you know, even if you say I want to go out and then you're like, uh, no, nah, not tonight. And then they're like, well, is it me? And I'm like, no, I just kind of just want to fuck you. You know, so I keep talking to you because I want to build up trust with you enough that you'll meet me out late night and we just fuck one off and then I don't have to do that again. And that's what this guy's doing. This guy's saying, yeah, I want to hang out and I want to hang out. I want to hang out. But he wants to hang out on his terms. He doesn't want to hang out with you on the terms of date one, date two, date three. We're together. He doesn't want to hang out in those yeah, terms. Yeah, you need to also. If you wanted that, he would have done it already. If you do want a boyfriend, then don't like. Don't take crumbs of a situation and try to build them. Totally. Like, take a full loaf of bread that's coming your way. Yes. This is crumbs. This is him. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're hanging on the fact that he soberly said he would hang out with you once. Oh, oh, how lucky are you? This guy's not that great. No. He can go fuck himself. And I'm not coming from uh, an arrogant place. Like, I feel like I've done this for so many years of my We've life, all done too. This. We've so, all done um, but I think about, like, in college, like, I remember I couldn't fit, fit in in college. Like, mm. I was at Iowa State and I just, I couldn't, I, I didn't like the soror the Greek meetings. I didn't like this club. I was working. I just couldn't find it. And I was I kept being like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Yeah. And then I dropped, I went to move to Chicago, started stand-up comedy, and I was like, oh, nothing was wrong with me. That's not for me. This I don't want not wanna, for me. Even as a young girl, I'd go clubbing and I'd be like, I hate it. What's wrong? And it's like, nothing. I don't clubbing's yeah. not for me. It's okay. Well, that, again, and that's the thing. I had to realize like I'm okay being myself and I have to find the things that make me happy, not force myself into what everyone else is doing I, or what I think is cool. It's it's back to the thing I was just saying. Try, enjoy the process. Stop worrying about the goal. Your goal is is happiness or yeah. a relationship. Yeah. And if you're saying, why aren't I happy? Well, what did you do to get to where yeah, you like, are I want to be a famous actor. All right, well, go, well, you know, well, go you to acting start, school, yeah. start fucking practicing, do some off-Broadway shit. Yeah. You know, like, I, and it's to this girl, she needs to start going out with friends. She needs to get some girlfriends Go out with them, approach guys, be like, hey, I'm great. If you're great, go out with me. And if not, fuck you. Yes. And it's hard to do. So that's like. It's hard to do. And I, I think the, the move with Tinder and all the apps, if I'm going to be perfectly honest, move quick. Hey, I'm out now. Come meet me out. Move quick. People, we live in such a fucking. Uh, there's a so many advice. options out there that it's like, hey, if it's Friday night and you swiped right on someone and he's out and you're out, hey, let's meet up. I'm out. Let's do it. Yeah, I love And don't what make you're it saying. drinks. Make it, hey, I'm out with my friends. Come, we're hanging. And especially in this digital age, you can look them up. You can make sure they're okay. You can make sure you have a mutual friend in common. But the idea of like, a lot of people get bogged down by the idea of like, well, we're going to do drinks next week and then drinks the week after. And then we will make love that third date. And then we will do blah, 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 blah. And it's like, stop it. We want excitement. You want to meet someone out and you want to have a good time and live in that one good time. Yeah, the yeah, 
It's not about the end goal. It's the process. I like that the most. Stop worrying about finding a boyfriend. Like the right person. You know what I mean? It's not about the boyfriend. It's about everything that leads up to Yeah, the think about why you want that so bad. It's like we all want comfort, but like with someone that wants to be there equally yeah. and like you enjoy it, won't it. Be you don't want to force yourself and then what's like if i might do if i'm doing something wrong she asks like yeah why can't i get a second date it's like just be yourself yeah. honestly you don't want to be in a relationship where you're not yourself it's always the hard games are weird be yourself be a friend i don't know like say all the things that you wouldn't say to someone oh, you're trying I, to fuck i always say that take hard rights take hard lefts say something that you would say to a friend don't worry about playing this part because honestly, you'd rather find out sooner than later. Well, because with my gal pal, you know, it's like rough right now. But so much of it is like for the first week and a half, two weeks we hung out, we were she didn't know I was like in love with her. Sure. And so then after we were hooking up and so she's like, I wouldn't have said that. I can't believe I told you that story. I shouldn't have said this. But that made you like that. her more. Yeah. And like at the time I accidentally texted. <laughs> I was buying drugs from a drug dealer, but I accidentally instead of texting a friend that was in Australia with me, I texted uh the drug dealer, I have a yeast infection. Yeah. <laughs> and I like showed her when we went to lunch and like we laughed about it and stuff. And if I in my head immediately was like, oh, I'm in love with this person. I can't yeah. show him. We wouldn't have laughed and it wouldn't be this funny thing that we talk sure. about. So stop trying to put on a show and just live your life. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Lisa Traeger. Always a pleasure. Thank you. At Glitter Cheese. I always Cheese. feel like it's not as fun or cool. I don't know. Like, am I losing my mojo? You're good. It was great. I always get so nervous. It's not as, you well, know, let's promote your show. Worse. I think you're great. Sex, Sex in the, in the City, City trivia. trivia. Sunday night, Littlefield, 730. At Glitter Cheese. Go follow her supporters. She's a fantastic comic. You're going to love her. Um, and that show is going to be fun. I'm going to be there. It'll be a great time. Uh, and the and proceeds it's a Sunday. go to United Puerto for Rico. Puerto Rico. So get involved. Sunday night, I'll be there, 7.30, Littlefield in Brooklyn. I'm Jared Freed, at JTrain56 on Twitter, at uh, Jared Freed on Instagram, at JTrain56 on Snapchat. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed for extra content and money that goes straight into the JTrain furnace to keep the train rolling. All right. There we go. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back next episode. Boom.